Yeah, welcome back to another episode of your favorite podcast, Metal Quest Podcast. (laughs) I'm Daniel, your co-host. And I'm Jonathan, your other co-host, and welcome to Metal Quest. We're going to listen to some music this time. Yeah, we finally picked the bands, we ran the ritual, and I think three really good bands got turned up. Yeah, yeah, I think, and the coolest thing about what ended up happening was we picked uh, three very different bands um, in terms of genre. So you kind of get a nice sampler of some different types of metal right out of the gate, and that's going to be something really cool for us to to go through. Yeah, yeah, I was really, I was really pleased with the the variety, and uh, it was nice to kind of like go from one to the next and. Yeah, so before we jump into actually reviewing the albums, I figured it'd probably be a good exercise for us to spend a little bit of time actually uh, rating our raters. So, Daniel, I have a a little set of questions, a little quiz set up for you. All right. And uh, maybe we'll just go through that. (laughs) Okay. So some of these are just like either or questions. Um. All right. Yeah. Right, let start me get easy. my uh, let me get my notes here. This is high pressure. Yeah. You're in the hot seat, and uh, yeah, we're gonna get to the bottom of uh, of what you like, what you think is cool. So later on, when you say an album's cool, I could be like, but you know, you also uh, said you like that one movie. So uh, <laughs> I'm a I'm a science experiment. That's right. So the first question I have, it's kind of a a broad one in terms of motifs. Um, but the question is, what do you like more, sword and sorcery or lasers and spaceships? Ooh, that's a tough one. If you had to pick one. I have to pick one. If you had to pick one, you're going to burn all the books. Burn all the man. all the books from the other side. You're killing me right now, dude. That's hard, man, because I got a real soft spot for Conan the Barbarian. I've listened to a lot of like Robert E. Howard short stories of that guy. And uh it's really good. And you know, and then you got like Lord of the Rings, I would clump into that. Which is fantastic. Which I'm a big fan of the Silmarillion. And like but then gosh, and knights, wizards. Oh my gosh. And then you're hitting me with the, the sci-fi, because it's also like I'm a huge fan, which is really topical right now. Dune. fantastic series which just blows me away i love aliens you know god 2001 space odyssey dude star wars come on dude okay you know what dude (laughs) 
I figured I'd come out with a hard one right out of the gate. <laughs> That's you know? really just, hard. Just a freaking I stunner. I both dude. of those genres. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say, you know, screw it. I'll just say, you know what? I'm going to say sword and sorcery because you know what, dude? Just like Star Wars is basically just sword and sorcery with space on it. All right. I'm down. Okay, this this one I didn't actually have written down as a screening question, but uh, Star Wars or Star Trek? Oh, yeah. Man, I have seen all of TNG. That's about it, man. Okay, it's OG Star Wars. There's always a caveat. Caveat. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. OG Star Wars... Definitely, but if I okay, so if I had to take the entire Star Wars, I would take I guess the I'd rather. Jeez, Star Trek. Yeah, I'm not a big Star Trek fan. It's more Star Wars. All right. Okay. You know, Star Wars is so formative to me growing up. I probably watched Return of the Jedi. I rented that like every Friday night for like three months. Yeah, I've kind of told you some of my thoughts about Star Wars. Maybe we'll get into those at some point. What are your thoughts on Star Wars? Well, dude, I just, I told you the other day about how I just want to. Oh, yeah. Like, the thing that would redeem it for me would be a freaking just brutal rated R revenge story of like one of the Mods Isley bikers or something in that universe. Yeah, that'd be badass. Or some kind of like asteroid miner or some welder on the death star he's got like some kind of you know drinking problem Mm -hmm. and his hands are always shaking and he just can't you know just some kind of cerebral tale like in the universe that isn't about these just space wizard people i'd like something a little little um a little more low fantasy maybe they'll make it one day well yeah i mean they're coming out with a new star wars movie every week so basically (laughs) It's got to happen yeah. sometime. Yeah, it's like on one side of the spectrum, you got like, right, you got <laughs> you got the Jar Jar Binks. We got to bring that guy up. And then yeah. on the far other side, I want that. I want the thing that's going to balance it out. Ultimately, if, uh, I, I can't pronounce his name, but uh, it's like Nicholas Vinding Refn. Oh, damn. If he did a Star Wars film, that would be the film I want to see. I want to see like Drive. Dude. Or Valhalla Rising, but Star Wars. Did you? Yeah, it would be incredible because he does yeah. all the neon lights. Even you know oh, that. Dude, oh would, my god! Yeah, the, His colors. Yeah. But uh, no, he did Too Old to Die Young. That's what I was thinking. Is that like a really new one? Uh yeah, it's like 2020 maybe. Uh, it's on Amazon. It's a series he did on Amazon Prime, like ten episodes or something. And he directed and wrote every single one. It's killer. Yeah. Well, I haven't seen that, so I'm like living under a rock. Okay. It is not for the faint of heart, and I don't recommend it to any uh, grandmas or, uh, you know, people who would be easily offended. Well, yeah, that kind of goes for about most of his fit material. Um, okay, so we got through Star Wars. And, uh, okay, next question. Uh, Conan the Barbarian or Alien? 
You talking the movies? Yeah. Well, I guess, yeah, I guess I kind of... Conan the Barbarian. Definitely Conan the Barbarian, dude. Sweet. All right. See, I'm just, I'm trying to tease this out. I'm trying to tease out what you're all about. I mean, don't get me wrong. Alien's freaking great. Yeah. Yeah, but for sure. Arnold, dude, looking buff as hell. Yeah. Uh, dude, Thulsa d- Doom. The Riddle of Steel. And, and then he is looking for yeah. the, looking for the, the snakes. <laughs> the uh, they're facing each other. Yeah, they're facing Dude. each other. Well, and the and the tree of woe. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> There's this band. I think. I think that's Krom. Yeah. Dude, oh, there's sick. a power power violence band called Krom who makes like some pretty funny Conan jokes. But um, dude, like Conan the Barbarian is like one of the most black metal movies ever dude there's like no talking and like there's even a line in the movie whenever conan is like the priest comes in and says what are you doing here and conan says enough talk and he throws his sword and it kills the priest. oh yeah it's yeah so good hey hold up i'm gonna it's pull so up good. that one clip where um Silence yeah here it is at your wrist the wind in your hair wrong Conan, what is best in life? To crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and to hear the lamentation of your women. That is good. <laughs> that is good. <laughs> I love that. I love that part of the, of the movie. It's so good. Okay, so... All right, so you pick Conan the Barbarian. All right, so the next... Conan the Barbarian or Conan O'Brien. <laughs> It's Conan again. It's the triple Conan tonight, dude. I don't really know Conan O'Brien too well. Okay, so we're going to jump over to... This one's more of a bracket competition. So each one that passes is going to um, move on to the next bracket. The layers just keep on... I know, dude. I'm I'm augering in here. I thought thought, uh, I'm going to tease this out. Okay. All right. So our first one is going to be Predator or Conan the Barbarian. Oh, sorry, <laughs> oh, sorry, I sorry. See. Sorry. The question is uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger in, okay, and then Predator or Conan oh. the Barbarian. Damn. Well, I'm going to go with Predator. I'm going to go with Predator. All right. Because... He'd been acting for a couple of years there. I think he's really starting to hit his stride. Yeah, that's true. Some of the original, like, uh, Conan has some parts where he's like, like doing that kind of thing. Like doing the, yeah. yeah. I think, yeah. And it's probably like all, he like overdubbed it and stuff. And I think in Arnold, yeah, in Predator, it's like Arnold, the star is born, you know? Yeah. Yeah, before that, it was just like, you know, the 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 big mass of, you know, the big nebula, right? Hercules in New York or something, yeah. <laughs> he was just like, he was just a big mass of muscles. I mean, that's why he got the role. Predator, it was the golden age. Okay, next one. We got Total Recall or Terminator <laughs> 2. Total Recall, hands down. 
What are your three favorite things about Total Recall? You think this is the real Quaid? <laughs> it is. <laughs> I like that. I like the uh, the triple nipples. Hey, uh, well, this is that. triple threat, man. I thought yeah. that was going to be your only three favorite things. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, uh, man, I like the uh, the trippy dude. They did. It's basically like Inception before Inception, bro. Christopher Nolan, get out of here. Oh, yeah, for sure. See you at the party, Richter. Philip K. Dick. Right? Uh, I don't know. Based on it? I think it was. I think it was. Okay, our yeah. next bracket. So you picked, uh, yeah, Total Recall. All right. Total, I guess total. I'm really a sci-fi guy, huh? Well, we'll find out. I mean, Predator's I got, pretty... I, got, I figured out what's going on now. Predator's a little bit of sword and sorcery. He's got, he's, he's got a spear uh... and some like hand blades and stuff. Okay. Uh, sorcery. Y- you know, like the cloaking device and heat vision and all that. Okay. Uh, yeah. Next two. Kindergarten Cop or Jingle All the Way? Oh, dude, I... I seen Jingle all the way once when I was like pretty young. So I'm gonna I mean and I remember thinking it sucked, but it's been a long time since I seen it. I liked uh Kindergarten Cop. It's got the memorable lines, you know. It's not a tumor. It might be a tumor. It's not a tumor. It's not a tumor at all. <laughs> Classic. And and the freaking uh yeah, I'm going. I'm going kindergarten cop. But you know what, dude? You ever see kindergarten cop too? What? No, I haven't. He's an undercover agent looking for stolen data, but all his training never prepared. It's him got. For this. It's got Dolph Dolph Lundgren. Okay, I'm gonna need. It's to... pretty bad. It's it, it. It doesn't have it. Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? They're like, oh, we're just no. gonna do the same. It's ridiculous. Okay, they're like, whatever. People will go see it. They'll 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 go pay for this. It was okay. terrible. Okay, so let's see here. Okay, our last in the bracket, in the uh, in the octagon. One movie started in each corner. Junior or Pumping Iron? Pumping Iron. Okay. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. So there was some gim- There was a gimme in there. All right. So can you believe how much I am in heaven? I'm like uh, getting the feeling of coming in the gym. I'm getting the feeling of coming at home. I'm getting the feeling of coming... Backstage, when I pump up, when I pose out in front of 5,000 people, I get the same feeling. So I'm coming. It's like I'm coming. (laughs) 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 Okay. Our next in the bracket is uh, Predator or Total Recall? Predator. Okay, Predator. All right, Predator. Absolutely. Predator has so many buff dudes. It's got. What's his name? Jesse Ventura. Jesse Ventura, it's got. Is it Apollo? Wait, no. What does he say in that, dude? What's that guy's name? Carl Weathers. That's who I'm talking about. Oh, whenever they handshake at first? Yes. They got the handshake. Dylan! You son of a bitch. I think last time Damn. I met you, we, we did that very handshake. <laughs> Dylan! Not as buff, but the spirit was there. The spirit was buff. 
the spirit was buff as hell. Hell yeah, if it bleeds, we can kill it. Dude, it came out in 1987. All right. Kindergarten cop or pumping iron? Pumping iron. Pumping iron. Okay. Last in the bracket. Last in the bracket. Here we go. We're going to pick the winner of Schwarzenegger movies. At least it entered in this. There's a lot more, but uh, Predator or Pumping Iron? Predator. All right. (laughs) That's way more entertaining. All right. Well, we picked out Predator, man. Sweet. Well, I guess you. You're in. Predator is my ultimate Arnold movie. Interesting. All right. What about what if we had Predator 2 in there? Still Predator 1, but Predator 2, don't get me wrong, is pretty damn good. Okay, yeah. Have you seen it? Yeah, I've seen Predator 2. It's cool. Danny Glover? Yeah. He freaking hates birds? Yeah. Birds. Damn birds. (laughs) Is that the movie where he's like, I'm getting too old for this shit? Or is, or is I just think of like... I think so, yeah. He definitely says that. Dude, yeah. Gary Busey's in it? Yeah. It's pretty damn good, man. I don't think it gets the respect it deserves. I got one more question. Welcome to Metal Quest, but this one's a metal-related question. All right. What setting do you like for your music? A crypt or a swamp? A crypt. There's too many bugs in the swamp. All right, sick. Well, yeah, we're we're gonna be in like, uh, well, with our first album that we're gonna be hitting up, we're gonna be uh, pretty deep into a swamp. Okay, so before we jump over that, what I want to do, and this is kind of something that we're gonna be doing for our listeners and and each other, is we are going to swap some albums. Oh, rather than just picking them randomly like we're doing for the ones we're reviewing, this is just maybe some some of your deep cuts that I haven't heard, and I'm going to send you some okay. of my deep cuts that you haven't heard. So Yeah, that's great. I can go ahead and start, and you can follow, follow along. Um, let's see here. So this band is called Pure Wrath. And by band, I think it's just one guy in Indonesia. Okay. And the album I'm gonna I want you to listen to is Ascetic Eventide. Um and dude, I just love this album. So I'm gonna play the first like I don't know, twenty seconds of it. Here we go. <laughs> Yeah, wow, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to that. Cool. Well, uh, I just thought of this one whenever you, uh, you know, I was originally going to send you a Kanye West album, but I decided we should keep it metal. And, uh, you know, I've actually been really 
Uh, I did not get into this until about this year. I've listened to this one a bunch. Uh, one track in particular, but I'm, I'm going to send you to Insafirum. And the album is called From Afar. And, dude, let's just uh, listen to a little bit of it here. Yllä harman korven korpit laulaa, urmet tämän kansan roudan sulattaa. Katso kuinka hohkaa kansi taivaan, kutsu se meitä tumman virrantaa. All right, I had to stop it because I got to save the big drop for you when you hear it for the first time. But, dude, it kicks in. Let me just tell you, it kicks in, and it's sick. Okay, cool. Well, no, it's going to build it up. Awesome, I'm excited. Uh... Yeah, so listeners, you should give those a spin and let us know what you think about those. Those are the uh, uh, Jonathan and Daniel uh, choices. Um, So let us know what you think about those. Yeah. Oh, and we didn't even talk about the album covers on those. Oh. Uh, But maybe we talk about them a little bit next time. Okay, yeah. And now I think we should head on to some albums that the computer... The ritual has picked for us. Yeah. So maybe we'll jump into our, our first album here. Um, well, maybe we introduce the three albums and then go through them one by one. Okay. Yeah. Maybe do that. The first album we got back from the computer was uh, Sagrado. Band was Sagrado, and their album was called Abysmal Slaughter of the Dead. It was released October 20th, 2021. Uh, it's in the genre of brutal death metal, and they put an emphasis on the brutal. It's also its label is pathologically explicit recordings, and uh, it is one monster of an album. It's got ten tracks, yeah, and it has a runtime. <laughs> Where's the runtime at? Forty-four minutes, forty-five minutes. And a runtime of 44 to 45 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) 44 minutes, 44 seconds. That's what I have on, that's what I see out of YouTube right now. Yeah, and we'll put in the show notes um, one of the main places you can find them, but they're off pathologically explicit um, records, um, but they are on Bandcamp as Sagrado PH. And I believe that PH is for philippines they're um out of the philippines yeah did you look up what sagrado uh means in english i tried but i didn't really come up with anything so i pretty much have absolutely no lyrical or written content okay uh, by this band because the lyrics haven't been released and um I would be amazed if anybody guessed one word off of this entire album. <laughs> Did you see the lyric video on YouTube? I didn't. They have one well, shoot, lyric maybe... video, which is uh, we'll do that. Well, we'll, we'll do that. We'll play that in a little bit. Okay, cool. Um, 
All right, so the first thing to say about this album is like you put it in or you load it up or whatever, put it in, like you're putting in a tape. <laughs> you click on it. You, you drop the, the needle. Yeah, you click on it, and, dude, it just, like, blows your ears out immediately. <laughs> I'll, I'll play the first, like, 15 seconds, uh, maybe more. We'll play the first couple, a little bit of it. All right, track one. Here it comes. It comes in so right out of the gate, hard and fast and heavy, and the thing that you'll quickly soon discover about Sagrado is they have—I don't know how many band members they have in the band, but it seems like they have one band member who likes to just drop the bass. That's all he does, <laughs> and it has like this. Oh yeah, for me, it it, it was like the first thing. Like okay, it. Okay, it, you know, I listened to it and I was like, dude, the bass drops are just hitting like, okay, maybe you do this like once or twice an album, maybe twice an album. They're doing it eight, eight times a song, six times a song. <laughs> Wait, so how is that done? Is, is he actually dropping it? I No, you know what? I went in and, and took <laughs> notes on this. Cause it like stood out so much. They did it eight times the first song. <laughs> oh wow! So I have a timestamp on one here. I'll go ahead and play it. Yeah. So my notes say uh, huge bass hits, distorting everything, and then I say the mix is clipping. EQ that sucker. <laughs> but then I re- but then later on I was like, well maybe that's the point. So here I'll go ahead and play one of those yeah. clips for you. Yeah, you hear that just big, like, thunderous, like, like, low-frequency thing. Yeah, those happen a lot in the South. I'm not saying, you know, the first time it was distracting, and it almost, and I don't want to, like, come out, maybe we shouldn't come out the gate being hard on these guys, because, don't get me wrong, frickin' Sagrado, I really enjoyed this album. Yeah. I. What is your general impressions? Oh, I, yeah, I liked it a lot. I thought, um... Yeah. Yeah, it was just brimming with with energy and just all the tracks were just Okay. Just so heavy and, and brutal, right? It's yeah. brutal death metal. I guess yeah, we're on the same page there. Yeah. Uh no, like it it just kinda like threw me off balance. I was like, Whoa, what was that? And then later on I realized like, oh okay, this is actually like a pretty cool effect to to add in, like just some more because it's kinda dissonant when it happens and Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, for me, like, I'm not a huge brutal death uh, listener, but this, you know, it really had a real. It reminded me of like whenever I was first wanting to like play guitar. You know, this is like the energetic riffs that these guys are writing. That's like the energy, the breakdowns on breakdowns. They never stopped. They never like they they even like in their like slow songs the drums are just continuing to like throw out these blasts while the guitars are just yeah. like jing, jing, jing. and the, and the like 220 beat per minute, like gravity <laughs> blast is just flying. You know, I, I thought yeah. that the drums yeah. were incredible. And also the, the drum tone, it didn't really sound like a triggered, 
like drum kit. It didn't sound too electronic. I don't know if that's even humanly possible to drum like that. Like it was amazing. This is the drums at 250. Listen to these guys. Anyways, I just that that kind of took. That's got to be electric. Yeah, I was like, "What?" That's kind of throwing me off a little bit. He could be actually um, physically playing it, but it's on like an electric kit or like the okay. triggers or something. But it's freaking. It sounds great. It doesn't sound too triggered yeah. to me. Yeah, and the uh, there there's some like riffs later where the guitars and the drums are like really tight with uh, each other. I don't know if I have those, but hey, when you listen to the album, um, you'll you'll pick up on those, and they're they're pretty awesome. Yeah, so that's kind of off the first one. And and the vocals are just they're all over the they're they're cool. They're like just guttural and like oh. noises you got to make with your belly. Dude, it their vocals are sick. The um it's kind of jarring if you're not, you know, rec- used to this type of music. Yeah. And it's it's more it's, it it kind of plays out more of like a like a drone percussion instrument almost like <laughs> something yeah. like that and then he's kind of like yeah. I don't know it's weird I was like yeah the album art this is the monster on the cover oh, of the album yeah. art yeah the whole <laughs> yeah actually I, I got a funny uh, clip later about that um, do you know I looked up what Sagrado meant and uh, it's actually well it's a town in the Philippines so I don't know if these dudes are actually from the town Sagrado maybe that's where they got their name but it's a uh, Spanish for like sacred or like holy. Oh. And I thought that was kind of interesting because they're like brutal death, you know, and it's like holy. I don't know. It's a cool juxtaposition. Yeah. Yeah. So you'd mentioned the bug on the cover and I was um, <laughs> the first track that made me really think about that thing was um, the beginning of track two. It kind of starts out this low pass like filter and I'm just like, is this what it sounds like inside the bug? Like you see all of its organs and stuff. <laughs> and then it's like, and it's like maybe like it opened an orifice all of a sudden. <laughs> is that what it sounds like to be inside of it while it's inside of its tummy while it's walking around, devouring Probably. worlds? Well, and that's the thing. I don't know if this thing's like really. The thing on the cover, I don't know if it's really walking around. It looks like it's kind of, you know, metastasized to the uh, yeah. to the rest of the complex that it's in. 
It's so. creepies. And and their their song titles are kind of I think they're kind of like uh these this band they're kind of leaning towards like a sci-fi bent with this album with like cryptic desolation no hope for oh, humanity yeah, right? omnic crisis yeah. dawn of drones fall of drones yeah, I know that uh, Nunaki's Curse, that's like a Babylonian yeah. kind of god thing. Well, the Anunnaki's hmm. like the, the aliens that came down to like Earth or something. And like, oh, okay. aren't, aren't the Anunnaki, they're like the ones who mingled with the humans and like created the giants and all this weird stuff. Oh, right. Yeah, the Nephilim yeah, the, and all made that. Made the Nephilim. Yeah. Sick. I wish we had some of these lyrics. That's badass. Great, great song names, great album art. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, probably one of my, I had, let's see, I had a few other markers that were pretty cool. Um, let's <laughs> see this one. I wrote down, it was doing, they're doing a little bit of arranging. I thought that was kind of neat because there's like, oh, I don't know, let's play it. Anyways, I thought that was cool. They had some chords there. Yeah, I, I thought I wrote down. It's like a. It sounds like yeah, because they have those keyboards. They do that like twice on the album, or the synths, and it's like, man, I would like yeah. to see a little bit more of that incorporated into yeah. their repertoire. There was okay. So on song one, I believe, in song ten, the final, the opener and the closer, they have these sick guitar solos. This guy is like shredding. This guy is comes in shredding hot, and I really like that. And I was kind of disappointed when it didn't come through the rest of the album. Uh, and yeah, I think you know maybe that's not the point of their music. It's to be brutal and heavy and deadly, and they definitely hit all those nails on the head. They did have. Um... I guess these are the last two things I'll I'll play. There's um, something with some cool guitar tapping here, kind of a guitar tapping riff, and then they kind of had this um, like jazzy kind of guitar thing. It has like a chorus effect on it, so I'll play that. Yes, I thought that was cool. And then a little bit later, they have that's um, like a classic death metal. Um... Yeah. Uh, like riff. the Love it. And then this was kind of, yeah, just like a jazzy kind of guitar sound. But yeah, like you're saying, Daniel, the drummer just, he's just still hammering, man. Even though that section should be like hitting the ride cymbal, like, and doing the like yeah 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 i wrote that part (laughs) down yeah it's like the uh acoustic section like for 30 seconds (laughs) sagrado unplugged (laughs) yeah dude and you know 
this is a brutal death album. It's not like uh, an easy listen, but it's 40 minutes and 44 seconds. And I was, I thought that was a perfect amount of time for this album. You know, like honest, I mean, my favorite song was the last song. And I'm not saying that because the album was over. I'm, I'm saying it because it had this like really nice, like sick slow jam that like built up. And it was like, I don't know. I, I really like the guitar with on that. that one actually ended up being my favorite too oh really um, there's yeah there's a live video of them playing it um that we could throw that in the show notes oh sick as well. yeah definitely i like that one the fujiwara effect which is like two cyclones when they come together and they form this yeah one. i also well yeah well they come together and they kind of spin around a common point like feeding off of each other's energy to make a mega cyclone. Yeah. I like that. Cause it was very relevant to someone that lives in the Philippines. So we're kind of getting a little bit of their local, you know, local flavor. Dude, Southeast Asia I hear is like, they're putting out brutal metal. It's popping off yeah. down there. Well, yeah, that band I just sent you, they're from Indonesia. Dude. So. And Sagrado is killing it, dude. You can see that effect if you like, I don't know, if you're the kind of monster that puts that puts cream in your coffee and when you go to stir it, like you get those little eddies that come up and sometimes you see them like spin around each other. Uh-huh. That's what the Fujiwara is. Okay, so this I don't think is off the album. This is from a different one, but this is a, a music video with the lyrics. Okay. So am I supposed to guess a couple? Let me see. Yeah. Uh, bu- bu- bu. Here, I'll, I'll try to jot them. I'll try Wait, to jot them down as you uh, as you play. <laughs> okay. Let's just do the first the first uh, opening line of the song, John. Okay. Are you ready? I'm going to play that again. I'm going to play it again, and you can listen to it. We'll play it one more time after that. Okay. Okay. So, (laughs) now I'd like you to take some time to think about that. I'm going to play it one more time for you. Okay, uh, so now take that piece of paper in front of you and that pencil and write down your answer. Okay, uh, yeah, I'm I'm writing down here, just doing some uh, <laughs> some uh, linguistic analysis. Um, uh, I can play it again for you if you like. Okay, yeah, just play the middle part again for me. Oh, okay. Let me get that middle part. 
Okay. Uh, I wrote down, um, I'm hungry. I'm going to go smoke a ham. <laughs> Uh, you didn't get a single. I? You didn't get a single word right. <laughs> that well, uh, clearly. Oh man, I felt like I had one of them. Clearly, John, if you would have paid attention, it was mitochondrial matrix altering the balance of human life. <laughs> oh man, I felt. Well, I feel like it's pretty close. I mean, <laughs> That's hams probably have a mitochondrial matrix in them. I'm gonna send that to the All right, Discord. Well, oh one God. day I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get one of these guys' lyrics. I'm gonna figure it out. Do you want to go ahead and jump into Burning Point? Yeah, Burning Point, Arsonist of the Soul. That was our second album, and these guys are from Finland. They formed in 1999, so they've been doing it for a long time. Yeah, and there it says uh, their melodic power. Melodic power metal. Melodic power metal. They're on AFM Records, and uh, they just came out with this new album, October 22nd, 2021. All right. So the first thing, we're looking at this Burning Point dudes, their their album, their album art. It's the first thing that greets you whenever you uh, get a new album. It's a red, it's red and black. Yeah, it's like, it's like a skull and a heart. In a heart shape. On fire? Yeah, that's it's fire all around. You're around a ring of fire. And did you kind of catch? I think that I because I watched the music video of the title track, "Arsonist of the Soul." Mm-hmm. And it's like I think it's about a breakup. Oh, okay. And I think this heart is, you know. It, there feel, there's a lot of pain on this album. Now, this album is 12 tracks. It's uh, 49 minutes and 9 seconds long, running time. And, yeah. What do you think? I don't know. Out of the, I just listened to... Um, what the hell did I just listen to? Uh, Dragon Force Valley of the Damned, like, two days ago. Yes. And I was just getting some serious... Just because just all the guitar harmonies, I was like, I'm getting Dragon Force vibes, but it's probably yeah. the other way around, right? It opens with a banger. Blast from the past, man. Boom. Blasting out the gates. Yeah. They are they're shredders. The dudes are shredding. The, I like the singer's vocals. I like how he sounds. It's well instrument instrumentation. The keyboardist killing it with some keys. Uh, yeah, just like a solid power metal like band. They're doing like three minute songs. Nothing too crazy. Yep. Uh, Blast from the past is a is a ripper. It opens up. I love that song. All right, so the first thing I want to talk about on this album is, um, yeah, whenever I first play, it's like, hey, awesome, there's guitar harmonies. I love stuff with guitar harmonies. (laughs) 
please stop with the guitar harmonies. <laughs> it, it was just like the whole thing. And like every song sounded like the next, like they all blend into each other and there's nothing I really like. It's like, oh yeah, that one. So the thing is with this, with this kind of stuff is you guys, you're doing power metal, right? And they, they, and I like, I like the ripping power metal stuff. This, this album is 12, this album is 12 tracks long and there's like four really slow songs. Like power ballads kind of songs. And even Arsonist of the Soul is like mostly a power ballad. It's like five, it's like four really slow songs. I don't know. It just, the momentum for me, like it was going and I was really digging it. By the time, when, by the time we got to like the title track, Arsonist of the Soul, you've already had, this is the second slow song and then the album just never regains its speed. with like two more slow songs and, and then they end with eternal life which was like a ripper and it was fast but but the whole thing is your power metal right and and this album, it seems to be doubting itself. It had like the lyrics that they felt like, you know, Arsonist of Soul seems to be about a breakup, out of control, savage animals. They're like worried about the environment and like little animals dying. And it's like, dude, like your power metal, you're supposed to be confident, in control, like strong, strength, eternal life. He's asking, like, <laughs> do you know the spell that will grant eternal life? And it's like sick melody, but it's like, no, dude, it's I know the frickin' spell that grants eternal life. Get behind me, you know? Like, I'm gonna crush you. Crush your enemies. See them driven before you. I'm just saying, this album, it was a, kind of a letdown. This was the one I was most excited for. I'm a power metal guy. AFM Records, they do great, great bands. I looked at their record list of bands. It was like Rhapsody of Fire, Magic Kingdom, uh tankered like all these bands that i'm like yeah all these bands rip because they're power metal so actually i really i really want to go back and listen to more burning point see what their like earlier stuff is like maybe the the fire is burning out for burning point (laughs) it would have been a great album if they would have cut like four of the songs and (laughs) yeah not been such Get him. <laughs> you know, if they, yeah, if there was some variety in there, like if they're going to do a ballad, like have like some clean, like jangly guitars and then freaking just rip my face off with like a huge, like heavy hitting riff, you know, and like really like lean into the guitar harmony. A lot of the times the guitar harmonies are like, eh, we'll do them like here sometimes. But the first few that you encounter, um, here I'll just, I'll play the first one I encountered and it's like just having fun with that one. Um, here, blast in the past at. 
<laughs> that would be an ad for uh, musician the app. Okay. Okay. Now we're going to get the real one. <laughs> it's definitely not them. Okay, this is Burning Point, Blast in the Past. Anyways, I dug that little riff there. Yeah, yeah. That'd be so sick to be on stage with your Yeah, buddy. it's way good. I was like, man, I would love to just be playing that. Yeah. I think I think if it. they were to cut probably five of the songs four of the songs off of this album it would have been a banger and it would have like ripped but the slow parts really drag on this whenever they're going slow yeah dude i wonder if one of these i wonder if one of these guys is going through a divorce because the um or something i don't know yeah yeah sorry guys i thought that too (laughs) um but there's there's lyrics that are like um this one's like she rules the universe and no one can challenge her with a little wave of hand, she'll make you disappear. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, what? It's something with a breakup. Like, I don't yeah. know. Oh, she casted a spell. He carried on undead. She rules the universe, and no one can challenge her. With a little wave of hand, she'll make you disappear. She rules the universe. There's no Dude, limit yeah. to her force. Mortal men will fear. Future becomes unclear. <laughs> Which is just like... What did she do to this guy? What'd she do to him? <laughs> it just—I don't know. Some of the lyrics. I know they're—they're they're from Finland. They speak Finnish. But like usually, so that those lyrics are endearing. Yeah. In this, they were kind of. Um, that's about uh, as much as I got. Okay, so I did have one set of lyrics I kind of liked. Um, just since we're on the lyrics kick, "Calling." There's a song called "Calling." All right, here's kind of the the lyrics that I liked from the song called "Calling." Yeah, so I like that. Yeah, but it was like um, calling you sword and shield in my hands, fighting through souls on fire, bleeding eyes in right? the rain, Another calling. Breakup you. thing, calling you. Actually, yeah. Now that you mention it, yeah. They they should be calling on him. It's a hero. This is this is your uh, this is your power ballad. It's like snakes and monsters in my path. I'm scared. I, you know, will the monster get me? I'm a, I'm not going to make it. Will I be strong enough? It's, I, I, I thought, dude, change it around. Say, dude, there's monsters in my path. I am the strongest and they will know my name and fear me because I am the master of my domain. Yeah. So I, yeah, I was taking notes. I was going kind of track by track. Um, I kind of didn't really take any on nine or 10 or 11. Yeah, <laughs> it slows down. And maybe that's what you're talking about, where the album just like you're like, yeah, okay. I'm gonna give you enough room here. Okay, so at 44 seconds. I think there's just like a cool sp- scream or something. I don't know. Yeah. 
Yeah, it ends on a ripper. I'm saying. That's the last one, Eternal Life. Yeah. Yeah, that is sick. Oh, I can never get enough of that. Burning Point. My verdict. It's an okay album because these. I felt that. I th- I thought there was a really good album in there. They just needed to cut some of these songs. Yeah, that's my that's my impression. Yeah, of the overall, you like won't like listen to it, and you just won't be like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go back to that one track. Like they all kind of blended together for me. Enough said. Try again next year, Burning Point. I know you got it in you. I know you got it in you for that tenth album. Yeah, and if you are just a, if you're a sucker for guitar harmonies. And you just love that. Um, I am a little bit of, I mean, it's worth a listen. So, all right. So I guess we're going to move on to our last album here. Our last album of the night. Of the night. Yeah. Last album of uh, this podcast and uh, episode one. Thanks for being here, John. Thank you for going on this journey with me. Yeah. Yeah. This has been a, a pretty exciting journey especially this one i have so many notes on this next album that we're not going to be able to touch on all of it but it's just like just blowing my mind all right yeah this next album do you want to introduce it sure yeah so the band is uh 1914 the album name is where fear and weapons meet and the genre is black metal and they are out of the ukraine i did not catch Oh, are they on? Are they on Nuclear Blast? Napalm Records. Napalm. That's you know, yeah, a war thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't think about that. But yeah, that's like their perfect record for label for these guys. Yeah. So uh, actually, yeah, if there was like mustard gas records, <laughs> that would have been more for them. Um, so this album. I'm just going to start by saying, like, if you're a World War One history buff and you like black metal, like, turn off this podcast right now and go listen to this because this is like your, this is your dream. It's combining those things. Yeah, we can just start talking about it. <laughs> They're from the Ukraine, released October 22nd, 2021. There's 11 tracks on this behemoth of an album. This is the longest album of the three. I'm I'm kind of obsessed with uh, album times because I think a good album time is really important. You don't want to go too long. You don't want to go too short. And this album, actually, there's a point on where maybe like track nine or so, it feels like the album's going to end. And I was actually kind of sad. And I listened to this album two times when this moment happened. And I was like, oh, wait, it's coming back, dude. And the album doesn't end there. It's keeps, it keeps on going past the hour mark. And I, 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 this was my favorite album of the week. Yeah, I would have to agree with you on that. Um, so not only is the, the plane and the actual music, you know, pretty well done, but it's just like, the the pacing of the album it doesn't wear you out with just the same thing over and over again there's um little like interludes and they kind of made it theatrical so just the the big synopsis of the album I'll probably screw all this up but hey it's about um world war world war 1 
started with an assassination and um you know we're gonna go and uh we're gonna go and visit some different battles and even some stuff that happens at the end of the war and near the end of the war yeah and that's how the album starts progresses and ends it's fantastic yeah there's so many just like cool little stories like woven into it um like it starts out with this uh this uh folk song called uh tamo daleco and it sounds you know just kind of kind of old-timey at first So yeah, that was just that was a folk song, you know, composed um, in nineteen sixteen to commemorate the Serbians' army retreat through Albania. And then we pretty much just go ahead and jump on. Well, let's um, let's start this thing off with an assassination, and you kind of hear this um, in the very beginning of the next track. You hear these cool like brassy hits. I thought oh, those yeah, were that. so cool. And um, the horn section, yeah. yeah. There's one with like, yeah, yeah. So here's the here's the horns with like a blast beat. I thought it was really awesome. Dude, so sick. I was thinking about it, like listening to the um, instrumentations with the uh, with like the the old folk uh, sort of and recordings kind of sprinkled in throughout the track. It it really like this whole album is just one solid concept, um, which I like, and they they lean into it perfectly. And but like with those old folk songs and stuff, it's like that was the music of the time, and that were the people, you know, do, writing the music about the war then. This band uh, formed in two, 2014, a hundred years after, you know, the the war. And it's just interesting because now it's like them living in the Ukraine, writing like their metal, you know, their, their music now about the war. Now like that it's evolved like a hundred years and it's like a different style, but they're still capturing like the sadness on all levels, I was just like blown away. Yeah, my favorite track I think that I wrote down was uh, was Pillars of Fire, which was the Battle of Messines. I don't know if I'm saying that right. That's track four, and um, it just uh, that was about how the British got a victory against the Germans at uh, in that village of Messines after a week of fighting by digging tunnels and burying mines under them. And then they detonate all the mines at once and just blew all the Germans sky high. And if you read about that, like, I guess that explosion could be heard 130 miles away in London. Holy crap, dude. That's freaking crazy. Oh, 
<laughs> yeah, so it's it's crazy. Um, War, yeah, World War One is like the scariest of the World Wars. You know, they're all scary, but freaking in those trenches and like, yeah, this album captures just like the the wetness <laughs> and being yeah. down in these cold and wet and there's like some of the lyrics i can't remember exactly what they are this is just off the top of my head but it's like he's singing and he's saying something like all sounds stopped and it was the first time it was quiet for like weeks um from the shelling like we finally heard the silence of it and then like it rings in your ears like the like the tone oh, yeah, and you're yeah. like you're going deaf yeah it's it's fantastic it's a work of art you're gonna have shell shock after listening to this thing um <laughs> but yeah so it's kind of um in the track that i really like where it kind of it even has a little bit of um sound art going down where it's kind of like uh here i'm pulling this up that like high pitch ringing in your ears kind of thing and it's kind of spooky and then it's sick dude on one of the one one of them like later in the in the album yeah the uh he he has this like line where it's like later i wrote it down later in the night he's like later in the night and then he goes this like wild breath where he's like And he's like, the enemy shield our lives. It's so good how he breathes. It's just like, he has to like catch his breath because it's just like, I don't know. He's, it's, it's so good how they left, they left that in. I love that. Dude, and he's doing that with that microphone that's on the end yeah, of the M1, it's right? it's great. <laughs> did you notice, did you see their band camp? It's uh, x1914x.bandcamp, and it looks like little, except when the X makes it look like little barbed wire, like uh, tank barriers or something, troop barriers. I love it. It's a great, it, they're, this band, you know, they're going for it. Yeah, they're like, look, we're doing World War One. And that's what we're gonna do. It's their third album about World War One. I'm I'm excited to check out their other stuff. Yeah, yeah, and they they released some pretty cool. Um, I saw some different box sets you can get that have like you know uh, olive drab pressing, you know vinyl uh, pressings, and some pretty cool like shirts nice. and pretty cool merch associated with the with the work. Um, when I first listened to it, I was thinking this was going to be a black metal band. And I was listening to it and I was like, this is not black metal. I do not like this. This is not what I think black metal is. But it's because it's not. It's not a black metal band. It's like black and death. And when the once those gears switched in my mind, I was like, oh, this rules. This is like the best. It almost has like some sort of like a monomark Viking metal kind of parts going on in it. 
I could I don't think you can just say it's Vine then. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't think so either. Like fans of black metal who are like, we love just black metal. I'm not saying that this is a black metal album. <laughs> That's right, yeah. And then you you know, you get these nice kind of like interludes, like you have um track uh well, here I'll play a little clip from this one because this is a pretty cool little track, just in right in the middle of an album where they've been blowing your face off with uh, all kinds of uh, riffs and every, heavy riffs and everything, tremolo picking and double bass drumming. You just get something like this. Yeah, so you just get a nice little folksy uh, thing with a banjo about, yeah. So one thing you should definitely do when you listen to this album for the first time, find the lyrics somewhere. I found them on, there There are a lot of places, but they're definitely on like genius, lyric genius. And as you're listening to the stuff, um, read through the lyrics. Although the, the vocalists, the lyrics do come through pretty clear insofar as, you know, this genre of music goes, so... Um, you can make a lot of stuff out. There's a lot of um, German mix, mixed in there from time to time, but uh, yeah, yeah, definitely follow along because it's a it's a cool. And if you're story. writing your high school history paper about World War One, you don't need to read any of those books. Just put this album on, read the lyrics, and uh, you'll you'll get the you'll get the the cliff notes of World War One. Yeah, this could be your study guide. Um, so track eight was very exciting because basically it's about some like armored cars, uh, a Belgian core of armored cars, and they were on the wrong side like after um, the Bolshevik re- revolution happened and they weren't able to cross over because they were on the east side of this, so they weren't able to cross to Belgium. So... They ended up, uh, they were in Kiev. Um, the Bolsheviks banished us and destroyed their cars. And then, in order, so they want to get captured, they chose the highest way back home, along the Trans-Siberian Railway to China. And then they took a ship from there uh-huh. to the United States. They went to, it said in San Francisco, they treated us like heroes. And then they went... From Sacramento to Salt Lake City, Chicago, Detroit, and New York. Finally, we're returning to France just months before the war has ended. Hello again, our lovely Belgium. So <laughs> they went all the way around the world because their cars got blown up in uh, Kiev. They couldn't which, go back, you know, so it was better to go around the world. Yeah, they traveled, I, I don't even, like, like you know, 20s. 
thirties of thousands of That's miles. Badass to get back there, and it took them forever. I did. Yeah. I was wondering what that because they were like, we went for the Trans Siberian Railroad to China, and then it's like to like Sacramento, <laughs> and I was like, wait, what? And then yeah, you're like, is this like an AC? Is this ACDC tour? I thought it was like the band being like, we're on tour and we're going around the world, <laughs> yeah. ripping it up in all these different cities, man. And I was like, that doesn't yeah. sound like this band, but I guess <laughs> that's what I thought the first time. But yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. It, uh, some of it's, you know, it, you know what it is about this album? It's a concept album. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, I love concept albums. I like bands, you know, and they're like taking on this World War One thing and they're just like running with this like whole concept i mean it's i get and it's not even like a concept it's like real history that happened it's like crazy all right so in this um they're talking about this gun big bertha shooting eight shells per hour 800 kilograms of trinitrotuline otherwise known as tnt so check this out this is big bertha I thought it's I yeah I felt like I was uh, standing in the presence of Big Bertha there. It's awesome. Let's see here, and then track ten, we got a nice little uh, bagpipe section. It's an epic track. It's like ten, ten, almost eleven minutes long. It's just shy of eleven minutes. The green fields of France, and that really long song kind of moves through. a bunch of different parts. So the track closes out with um, an anti-war uh, song from the time uh, I didn't raise my boy to be a soldier. So yeah, it was... Uh, that was a way cool album. Definitely my favorite of the week just because it had so many different parts and it was so well written yeah. and put together. Hell yeah. Sit along with the lyrics and a history book. And uh, it's kind of, it's more of an experience than something you're just going to listen to. Uh, wow. So that brings us to the end of the first three albums we ever reviewed on Metal Quest. I'm excited. It's great. Yeah, we got a good set. Yeah, so... um, Hell yeah, so... We need some more uh, albums. So, we want to... Fire up the computer. Well, 
Are we going to do oh, the gladiatorium? Is it time for the, it yeah, time for the gladiatorium forgot. first? How could I forget my favorite part? Yeah. The gladiatorium. Three bands enter. So Three. what are the pictures? Can you share oh, your screen? Because I sure. don't have pictures. And and a lot of this probably depends on, like, what picture of them are you pulling up? Best one I can find. <laughs> okay, so we give them the benefit of the doubt and find them find their best picture. <laughs> All right, that one's pretty good. I like that. That's the one that's on their bank camp. Where they're, like, sitting on a tractor. Yeah, the one of them, like... Yeah, oh, they're on a bulldozer, dude. They have a bulldozer. They have a freaking bulldozer, man. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty so, awesome. So, do they get to take the do they get to take the bulldozer in the gladiatorium? Yeah. All right. They these guys got guns though. They have at least one. Burning point just looks like a couple of dudes. Okay. I mean, they, they got guitars. some guitars. They don't really have any They have exposed weapons. sleeves. Their arms are laid bare. Not seeing a lot of muscle definition in these arms. That's right. Not very buff. Now, and then we're looking at the grotto, man. They have a, they're sitting on a bulldozer. Do they have the keys to it? Nobody's in the driver's seat. <laughs> or yeah, do they know how to drive it? So, they probably uh, do. Okay. Well, they have a bulldozer. But how much damage is that going to do to 1914, a squad of infantrymen? I mean, they're going to be able, How fast can a bulldozer go? I don't know, dude. We did read a... We read some lyrics about them digging tunnels and planting mines underneath. Dude. So I don't think... I think what's going to happen is they're going to be driving that bulldozer around and they're just going to hit it up with some mines, blow a hydraulic hose off or something. And the bulldozer's... It's, yeah. it's down for I think now. the bulldozer might break through the barricade that they've set up, but these guys are just gonna snipe them out of the out of the bulldozer. It's not armored or anything. Yeah, they're probably they're probably tacticians too. Like they'll kind of scatter, right? The bulldozer can really only go after like one person at a time. And so. Burning Point is just going to be too caught up that they're just going to get caught in the middle of this. Sagrada's going to run them over. The infantrymen are going to snipe them while they're crying. And then Sagrado breaks through their defenses valiantly. Then they have their bayonets. Sagrado meets a brutal death metal end. They're probably down with, you know, some gore. 1914 yeah. probably feels a little bad about it, though. Sagrado's, uh, you know, there'll be some some letters and songs yeah. written for them. I think we have our winner. Yeah, we're definitely going to go with uh, 1914 winning the uh, Gladiatorium and the uh, and the album, album of the week award. They have definitely won this week's medal, Gladiatorium. The buffest, the most organized. They got some actual weapons and tactics. And head protection. To pull it off. Now we've picked our metal gladiatorium, people. Let's pick our... uh, Okay. Let's pick next week's albums and uh, see what we're going to be listening to then. Sounds good. Run the ritual. The ritual! Run it! Run it now! Run an algorithm a highly sophisticated computer program 
that scours the archives of the World Wide Web and brings back to us three randomly... It, scour, it goes through like as many metal releases as we can find. Sometimes, and they have to be albums, full lengths, and they have to be released. And right now, we're going through October. So we're doing our past months. All right. So I just ran it, and we just got our album. It is... The band is Order, and the album name is The Gospel. Order. So the next album is... It is Extreme Cold Winter is the band name, and the album name is World Exit, and it is Death Doom, and I will go ahead and post that. I guess I should have sent that over to you first. Ooh. I'm going to wait until you actually load it up. All right, sick. I got it loaded up. Yeah, man. Extreme Cold Winter. Badass. I yeah. like the band name. Yep. I like the album cover, like kind of a tumultuous oil painting of a rocky coastline. I'm a sucker for that. It's like a Bob Ross. Interesting. Yeah. That'd be like Bob Ross on a stormy day. Very stormy day. Death Doom. All right. It's uh, 50 minutes. Okay. And running the ritual on the last one. It's a three-piece. <laughs> okay, I will go ahead and send that over to you. Sorry, I'm just having a private chuckle over here because I haven't sent it to Daniel yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm pull up the album cover. Praise All right. God. So. Right. Uh, this, I just got the. <laughs> okay, first of all, this is like a new thing. I Holy God Throne is the name of the band. Yeah. So All right. There yeah, Holy God Throne. There's uh, a lens flare like beam of light in the middle of the oh album cover coming through some clouds. Album album name is Power of God. So yeah. Holy Holy God Throne is the band name and the album is Power of God. Well, this one might be one I'll be able to talk to my mom about. Yeah. A, around Thanksgiving. She's gonna love it. According to so the music style is unblack. What does that mean? I guess we're gonna find out. Yeah, it's like black. You know, black metal is like usually anti-Christian themed. Yeah. So it's like, so this might be like the in the style of black metal, but this is gonna be this is totally praising God music. Oh, cool. So <laughs> there'll still be a scratchy vocals and um, a blast beat and. I, uh, well. I think so, yeah. If if I'm not mistaken, like I've heard like the term white metal. <laughs> okay, but it's been a while. All right. Well, we will find out. So, uh in the same styling but different lyrical content. We'll see, babe, maybe. Maybe they uh instead of using a locrian, locrian they use uh just a major scale everywhere or something. And you know what's so funny about it too? This album cover, the the logo is just and you know how black metal bands like extreme cold winter have logos that are harder to read and they're dripping with spikes and chains and stuff yeah. and angles. This is just straight, uh, 
Times New Roman typewriter <laughs> font. Yeah, bold, <laughs> bold. And they definitely want you to know the light is, uh, it's getting around the clouds. <laughs> and right. you know what? I bet this album is like, if we had the, if we had the extreme uh, cold winter and, and you put it above it, that's what would happen if you move the camera up, <laughs> right? Yep. <laughs> like you would, like once you can see a hole in the clouds, it's like, oh, okay, there's the sun. So oh, wow, uh, what a juxtaposition with order, the gospel, and holy God. <laughs> yeah, so we got to find some band picks for these guys. So, uh, what about the website? Oh yeah, I, yeah, I guess I should plug all kinds of stuff. We got all kinds of stuff going down. Okay, so um, you found you've obviously found the podcast. So in the actual show show notes. Um, we have metalquest.com. We have a contact form there. So reach out to us and let us know what you think. And since we told you these uh, albums we're going to be listening to next show, um, take a listen to them yourself and uh, we'll include some of your, uh, some of your, send us your comments, we'll send read us them. your thoughts. We'll read them. Uh, we, metalquestpodcast.com. MetalQuestPod.com, P-O-D. <laughs> okay. Yeah, MetalQuestPod.com, because Daniel didn't want to type My cast. My fingers. Dude, I didn't even One, want to type MetalQuest. Uh, dude, once again, you're not that much into sword and sorcery. Most of the sorcery is about casting. <laughs> no way, dude. Wizards, you can't trust at all. Conan kills all wizards as fast <laughs> as he can. <laughs> We're on iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast. We should be on Overcast, but if there is a podcatcher, well, Email I don't know how you be listening to this. <laughs> I do have I do have an embedded uh, player on our actual website. If you don't use any of those podcatchers, um, if there is one yeah. you want, send us send that our way. Uh, we have a Facebook group stood up where we can where we're gonna post some episodes and um some of these albums as we find um album art uh pictures of uh maybe we'll send some pictures of metal quest studios i'm streaming on twitch Twitch twitch.tv slash corpse hammer you can find me there if you want to like chat with me live (laughs) come on in tell me i was wrong about this metal album Tell me why Burning Point is really good. Point. Yep. Yeah, and and on our website we have a contact form. That's there. Um, pretty much, you can get a hold of us through the Facebook group, um, the Face Group, which is just Metal Quest Podcast. Yeah. Um, on there, or just Metal Quest. I think if you search for either. And. Um, Mad shout out to Umi Taru who did our logo. Yep. It's looking great. Yeah, there there's some uh artwork in progress uh that we're working on um and just trying to get everything uh tidied up so that we can focus finally on um just listening to some new albums and uh talk, you know, trying to find some gems out there. Yes. Yeah, thanks for putting all this together, man. <laughs> yeah, uh, thank you too, Daniel. You're welcome. And thank you, dear listener for sticking it this far. We'll see you next week. Bye. (laughs) 
Something All like right. that. <laughs>